Welcome to the Rockin' Movies Podcast. This is your host, Carlo X. Lopez. Thank you for joining me on this latest podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, this is a great week. It's Thanksgiving week. It's that time for turkey stuffing, all kinds of good things. It's 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 a it's the week of being thankful for your blessings and and uh, if um, you're vegetarian, maybe there's some near meat kind of things for you guys out there. Uh, but it's certainly a great time for for me. I definitely enjoy uh, Thanksgiving week football. You know, great food, <laughs> pies, pecan especially. I definitely dig it. Um, and and usually there's always a good, you know, holiday movie to go see with your family or get out and do, you know, that thing with, with uh, the ones that you love. Uh, and this week I'm talking Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's been a long time coming. Um, this movie is, it's just, uh, it's a special movie to me because of, of what when I first saw it the first time uh, it was my birthday and and I'll tell you this little story you know just about why Ghostbusters means you know so much to me and it was you know not to be you know get you guys you know tissue out or anything like that it's just a, it's a fun story uh, when I was 12 years old my you know, one of my cousins, Michael Salinas, that's that's his name, Michael Salinas. He he was the cool guy. He, you know, had the awesome car. And back then, and 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 for the people old enough to remember tapes, you know, he had the coolest tapes. And some of the music that he introduced me to, you know, and this, you know, was was a, a great time in the 80s, but he was just one of these guys that was really, really cool and I looked up to. Him. He introduced me to Van Halen, Rat, you know, uh, Kiss, ACDC, Ted Nugent, Nazareth, just tons of rock and roll bands. But he always had the cool tapes. And I remember, you know, he, at the time he was living with with us, for, you know, for a little bit, you know, because he was working in, in, in down in South Padre Island. So don't know where, what job he was actually doing, but uh, he was supposedly working <laughs> Well, anyway, on my 12th birthday, I, I, I once again, I, I was a summer baby. And if you were born in the summer, you probably maybe like me, I never had any school birthday parties. I never had any of that stuff. And being from a lower you know, income family, I didn't we didn't really have parties for me. I just didn't have it till later on in life. I had some really cool birthdays and and, uh, you know, but but this was my 12th birthday. So. My cousin Michael comes home and he says, "Hey cousin." He's like, "Let's let me take you out for your birthday." And I thought, "Wow, that that'd be pretty cool, all right? Just to get out and you know, go check out a, a cool movie or something and just hang out or whatever." And he's like, "So, let's go to Pizza Hut." Hey man, I loved Pizza Hut at 12. I like Pizza Hut now. My stomach can't really take it now, but I still like it. And he took me out for a pizza at my 12th birthday and and uh, then he took me to the movies, you know, and so guess what movie we went to go see? Ghostbusters. And we went to a theater in Corpus Christi called Cine 6. And some of you Corpus folks, you remember maybe that Cine 6 was the big theater. A sixplex was really nice back in the day. Uh, they had everything. It was top notch. Well, he ended up you know, taking me to the movies to see Ghostbusters. And as a kid, I remember seeing this Ghostbusters movie going, 
wow, you know, this was the special effects were really great. It was so funny, uh, serious, funny ghosts. I love ghosts. And it was just it was just a fun birthday. And then we, you know, as we saw the movie, great movie, then my cousin goes, hey, you ready to go home? I was like, no. He's like, well, let's sneak into another movie. So we snuck into Party Animal. It was kind of like one of them 80s party movies like Spring Break or, you know, all, all those movies with Tom Hanks and Bachelor Party and stuff, you know, in that nature. That's really the kind of movie that it was. But getting back to Ghostbusters, you know, seeing, you know, this movie back in 1984 it was directed by Ivan Reitman. So this new one is tied into that, but I'll explain that here in a second. But then, you know, Dan Aykroyd played Ray Stance, Bill Murray. Peter Van, you know, Bankman, and then you had Ernie Hudson playing, you know, Winston, you know, Zed Moore, but Harold Ramis, who I loved Harold Ramis, and you know, God bless his soul, he passed on years ago. Well, Harold, Harold Ramis played, you know, Egon Spangler. So those four guys for me, and then the, the second part that came out in 1989, they were all back. Of course, it had, you know, Rick Moranis and Annie Potts and Sigourney Weaver, you know, from Aliens. Who, who doesn't like Sigourney Weaver and Aliens? If you do, I don't know what to tell you. But so what a great cast, a great movie, a fun movie. You know, Gozer was the big bad. And it's just it's still so good today. As a matter of fact, I rewatched them, you know, before we watched, you know, Ghost you know, Buster's Afterlife and Afterlife. This is the new movie that just came out a couple days ago. So I was lucky enough to be able to see this already twice. We, you know, went with some friends who went to the drive-in theater to go check it out. And if you have a drive-in theater around you, we went to Stars and Stripes. So Stars and Stripes is in New Braunfels, Texas. If you're in this area, Austin, San Antonio, you know, I would even come up from Corpus Christi or wherever to come check out the drive-in theater. It is so, so much of a cool experience to see it under the stars. And I could just go on and on about the drive-in experience because it does take me back to when I was a kid checking out all these cool movies under the stars. And you do see shooting stars. It's amazing. You know, go support them. You know, they're, it's such a fun time and with great speakers that you can bring. It's all Bluetooth. So it's a, it, it was, it's a fun experience, you know, kind of, getting into that drive-in experience. And if you haven't done it, do it with some friends, bring out your chairs, your drink. This place is, re it's really nice. And the screens are very nice and big. And so, uh, but we were able to see that, but I was able to also see it in the theater as well, because I wanted to see it twice. And I was able to, you know, get uh, my mom, I called her and I said, Hey mom, I said, can you send some pictures of my cousin, Michael to me, you know, and I want to, and I, I remember part of the, the original story was, as the years progress, it's taken over 30 some years to get to this sequel. Well, my cousin Michael got sick in the past, um, lost his eyesight, lost his legs. So he was on a wheelchair and usually, you know, couch ridden, just, you know, it was just unfortunate, you know, that diabetes got him. So take care of your diabetes, take care, get sugar-free candies or take your meds or do whatever you got to do. Diabetes got him. And in the end, he passed away years ago. And I, I would always go visit him. I always take my mom and my brothers or, you know, we'd always, I'd always go visit my cousin, you know, because that's what you do. This is, this is your family. You take care of them. You go and see them. So I went and I would always go visit him before he passed away. And I would always talk to him about my 12th birthday. 
12th birthday. Best birthday ever. I mean, what a great birthday. And so I would always tell him, hey, Mike, you know, one of these days, bro, I'm taking you to go see the new Ghostbusters. It's coming out. It is coming out. And sure enough, you know, it never did. And so, man, I just, you know, when he passed away, it was very emotional because I didn't get to take him. So the other, you know, last week I told my mom, send me these photos because that way I put them in frames and I was able to uh, take my cousin with me, kind of like my own Dia de los Muertos. And if you don't know what that is, that's Day of the Dead. That's when you celebrate the dead in your life. Well, I was able to hold my cousin in my, you know, lap. We watched Ghostbusters 3 and I prayed and I said, hey, Mike, I hope you're watching this with me. Because I promised you I would take you. And guess what? It finally came out. I finally got to take my cousin to go see Ghostbusters 3. Carried him in my palm, you know, in my lap. Watched a great movie. And now, to the review of the movie. <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay. I'm that guy. I'm the audience member guy. That's who's reviewing this movie and that's what my podcast is about is the audience person i'm not so much the technical reviewer as more opposed to the reaction that i get when i watch a movie and how i feel about it uh and i enjoy it this movie ghostbusters afterlife now this movie was directed by jason reitman who is the son of ivan reitman so talk about family keeping it in family you know and he did a great job and he brought a new story with new characters, okay? So we have the the mel melting, I guess, of, you know, these two, the old characters and the new characters. Well, this is a, a true, legit part three. And it was, the casting was great. There's, you know, first of all, McKenna Grace. You've probably seen her in several things. She's... From Texas, which, first of all, let me give a shout out to her for being from Texas. But she plays Phoebe. And she really helps carry the movie because of of just her. And I don't, you'll see it. I don't want to ruin too much. But she's she carries the movie. And then, and Carrie Coon plays Callie, the mother of, of Phoebe. And then, of course, I love Finn Wolfhard, Stranger Things. He's starting to come out in a lot of movies. He's a young actor. He's he's uh, really starting to make a, a name for himself, you know, and he plays Trevor. And so there's the family. So she's, you know, her dad is, you know, Egon Spengler. So, you know, she's hard on her luck, single parent, raising kids, gets kicked out of her home. She has to go and guess the only place she can go is the farm that her dad left her. Um, they call it the dirt farm. Well, she goes and, you know, and I could kind of identify came in from a single parent home as well. And, and I can see these characters going through that and having to adjust and find new friends and those things. And, and so, but, but, uh, moving on Paul Rudd. Awesome, man. Just voted sexiest man alive. And I'm glad to see that people, I mean, he's clearly good looking. He's so funny. And I think, you know, well-deserved because it shows that, you don't have to be like Brad Pitt to be the sexiest man alive, but you know, Paul Rudd is definitely funny. 
awesome. He plays Mr. Gruberson, and I won't tell you his first name because it is pretty funny. Watch the movie. And then there's uh, Logan Kim, the, the, the young partner who's, guess what his name is? His name is Podcast. So guess I clearly like that kid because of this podcast. Well, you know, J.K. Simmons does a brief, um, a brief little cameo in the movie kind of thing. Um, but I won't ruin that. He's just a, you'll see. Uh, and J.K. Simmons is Spider-Man. He's been in everything. He's in those, you know, insurance commercials. Well, he's funny too. Um, and, you know, so the, the movie directed by Jason Reitman, uh, of course, the other, you know, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, they all come back. I will say stay for the two end credits. Two end credits are great because they just, you know, really, you know, set it up for the future as well. But the movie itself, you know, as far as the review, uh, amazing movie, the, the tech, you know, the, the, the CGI, the technology, the special effects, it almost feels like it was, it could still be filmed back in the eighties. They didn't do too much. It, it was, it was great. And so it felt like you were just still watching the, it, the continuation. It wasn't like Star Wars, the original where they're all models. And then the next set were all CGI. No. They had some CGI mixed in, but the, the the effects were great. Okay, so that was the fun part. They tell the story. You get to know the new characters. And remember, you're in a Ghostbusters movie. They're busting ghosts, right? So that some of the stuff that happens, you're, you, you kind of go, well, you know, um, there's a couple of things that I can say. Well, how do these kids know how to use that? Well, it's Ghostbusters. Get, you know, get used to that. And so just... The movie itself had heart. It was full of heart. It has a great story in the end, especially the end. It just, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I teared up for more reasons than one because there's such an emotional impact, especially if you're a nerd like me or you just like Ghostbusters and and I'm the guy that's clapping. Like I said, I'm going to be that guy. I'm clapping. I'm I'm rooting. I'm hooting and holler. I don't get too crazy, but I'm going to have fun with it. It's fine to clap and it's fine to, you know, I'm the audience guy. That's me. That's the guy that I am. I'm going to be that guy. I don't care because I'm enjoying myself and I'm enjoying the, the theater. I'm, I'm enjoying the movie. I'm enjoying the time because I've waited so long for this and because it did mean something to me. The movie itself was great. The story was fun. It was nostalgic. It, it, it tied into the old, you know, as well as the new and the, the scenes, the, the, the cinematography, beautiful. I think it's in Oklahoma, but I think they filmed it in Canada or somewhere, but it was just gorgeous, beautiful. I mean, it was, you know, cause they're filming in a small town, USA, you know, kind of thing. And it's just gorgeous. Some of the shots were, you know, beautiful. And seeing the Ecto-1 back in business was so fun. Ecto-1 is back. Uh, there's a few ghosts that are pretty cool. New ones, the new, new, new ghosts and, and some old ghosts and some old familiar foes so that you'll, you'll enjoy that. And so check it out. So this one's getting, you know, full bag of candies. And remember, if you're diabetic, there's some sugar-free candies for you. Full bag of candies. It was just uh, a fun, fun movie, fun ride. It's go enjoy it. Uh, check it out. That is definitely my recommendation for that. Um, now, moving on, you know, from Ghostbusters Afterlife, we'll 
definitely hopefully see some more in the future. They 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 really they really redid it really well. So uh, music news, you too. Octune Baby. 30 years. It's been 30 years since the album came out. 30 years ago, I was in college, enjoying life, enjoying, you know, my brothers and having a great time in college. And you 2 Octune Baby, I was fortunate enough to see them in that tour twice. Well, 30 years, it's amazing. I mean, time is flying by. I mean, it's really going to be Thanksgiving here in a few days. Uh, it's just... Octane Baby was one of those albums that changed U2's direction. U2 is one of my favorite bands, and I know many of you out there, it's one of your favorite bands. These guys stand, stood the test of time because they stay together, they play good, they know what they do, but this Octane Baby kind of changed their sound from their 80s sound to a new sound, and then they really got experimental. And so the 30th anniversary, they're releasing a bunch of vinyl reissues on November 19th. They're also having a 50 digital release, 50 songs with so many new songs that they didn't release on the album back then. They're going to release that out on December 3rd. So imagine the kind of songs and stuff you two has in their, their, uh, their, their box or their vault, who knows, but, uh, I'm stoked about that. U2 is, you know, just one of those bands that you do have to see live. You got to go out there and see that band live if you can't. It is an experience. It is huge crowds, tons of crowds, tons of people that know how to act. Now, that is leading me into my rant of the week. All right, rant of the week. I'm, I'm definitely don't want to be negative I, i'm i'm trying not to be negative but i am gonna start doing a rant of the week if if need be but my rant of the week is first of all is you know the travis scott astroworld houston astroworld astroworld you know tragedy that occurred first of all i want to send you know my condolences to to all the people that passed away in this thing because that should never happen and i'm not you know I'm not um, one side versus the other, okay? But there's 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 some concert etiquette. There's some rules that you have to go, you know, abide by when you go to these concerts, especially big concerts. And and I've been to several big concerts, you know, out there. And I love concerts. And and those that know me know that I go to many concerts to support local artists and national artists because I love that that experience, you know, when you're out there rocking out with your family, I call it your family, you know, your friends and family out there, because you're going to the same artist to support them. This thing that happened in Houston was, a, it's definitely a tragedy. And I, I'm, you know, I, I feel really horrible that that even happened, especially, you know, down in Houston, you know, um, been to some great shows in Houston, Texas. And, but you know, seeing that, or I think, you know, as far as this, this, uh, Travis Scott, I honestly don't listen to him, so I don't know, but it's, you know, I just kind of wanted to point out some rules and, and, and concert etiquette there. First of all, you know, these are just my own rules. It's whenever I go to a concert or a show, I kind of try to abide by some of these rules and I have before, and I can tell you some examples, but family first family, you know, they're your family, take care of them. That's your family out there when you're rocking out when you're, you know, moshing, when you're, you know, dancing and singing and doing all your fun stuff and enjoying the show. And then when you leave the show safely, 
That's your family. Take care of them, you know. Watch out for each other. Watch out for people. You know, I've seen people, you know, I've helped carry people over the, the barricades because it gets too hot. When you see somebody like going to faint or somebody falling down, you know, those you, you pick them up when you and that's part of rule three. When someone's in danger, help them, you know, help them up, pick them up. It's part of my thing. Pick them up. You see somebody on the floor, you don't walk over them or you don't step on them or you don't just let them lie there. Get them to safety. Help out. You know, take them to the to the front. Crowd surf them to the front. I've seen that many times, especially when it gets hot in those pits. It gets hot. I mean, especially if you're outdoors in an outdoor concert, you're going to feel that heat and you're going to sweat and you're going to. And then if you're drinking to top that off, right, if you're drinking, then for sure you definitely want to keep an eye out for each other and make sure that if you see somebody in danger to help them call the police, call somebody, get paramedic, get somebody to help. So that way people don't pass away accidentally. Cause first of all, there's no artist that ever, including Travis Scott, that would ever want somebody to die in a, in one of their concerts supporting them. That's how most artists nowadays make money. Streaming doesn't really help them. It doesn't make a lot of money for them. The, the, the concert in the, the tour, and then you get that. So just remember, just kind of if someone's in danger, help them out. And now to the bands and to the singers out there, you guys have to also watch the crowd. Okay. You got to look at the crowd. I've seen, and here's some examples. I've seen some, some serious pits and some serious action and some serious fun. But I've also seen singers take control because they're in control. The Freddie Mercury's, the you know princes that those dudes, you know, Mick Jagger, Rolling Stones, they're on tour right now. They just played last night in Austin, Texas. Uh, but those guys, they are in control. They have to be mindful and observant to look at the to audience because if you see somebody out there struggling, you you know, and I've seen this, you know, where some of these singers. I was at a Pantera concert and Phil Anselmo from Pantera. It was a huge concert, pop mosh and stuff. One guy got knocked the hell out. <laughs> he got knocked out. And so Phil stopped the show. He says, hey, stop. Stop the show in mid-show. And he got them to pick that guy up and carry him out. He was knocked out. Crowd, They crowd surfed him to the front, took him out. So those pits in Pantera were insane. I'm talking like. A thousand times more crazier than what Travis Scott could do. I'm sorry. But Pantera is, I mean, it was amazing. But that's what some of these lead singers that I've seen do that. They stop a show and say, hey, no, you know, you need to get this person out. You need to do this. You need, that's a good lead singer. That's a good, good artist who's controlling the crowd. Not seeing, you know, not seeing danger is also the responsibility of the band and the bandmates. But I don't like the fact that, you know, now it's it's all these attorneys are trying to sue them. And I think parents have a responsibility to take care of their kids to make sure that these young kids aren't going to something like this or are going to go into this big crowd. And I know once you're I, I was 12 when I started going to concerts and I've been in some big ones, like I said, you know, your, your parents have to, to know that. There could be danger, you know, you have to, and, and hey, man, I, I'm not a parent, I, you know, but 
God bless all the parents out there. And once again, you just have to make sure your kid is safe because it, these are environments that could lead to danger like this. And it clearly happened. And, and once again, when people are out of control, you got to be mindful of that as well as, as a, you know, as, as a concert goers to, Hey, back out, get, get, get back to where you can breathe, get back, you know, loosen up, you know, uh, you know, and if you're that drunk guy or girl, Hey man, I've been that drunk guy before, but if you're that drunk guy or girl, move your ass to the back. Cause if you're drunk in the front and you're going to pass out cause you're dehydrating and, and you're going to possibly die, get your ass to the back. You know, plus you're probably, you're the guy that's a girl that's hitting everybody, jumping around and knocking people left and right, causing more injury and back up, man. And I, like I said, man, I've been that guy, but I, I also know, Hey, back up, have a good time, rock out totally, you know, be part of the crowd. You know, I'm, I'm okay with that, but you may or may not remember the show if you're all drunk. But anyway, that's just some of the basic five rules is just to, to, to maybe help that concert experience so that way you're not, you know, going to put yourself in danger or, da in, or dangerous, in, put in danger somebody else, right? So just remember, just there's concert etiquette. These bands, that's how they make their money nowadays. And it's not just the bands. It's the touring. It's the people that put the stages together. It's the people that that do the marketing. It's the people that put these shows on. It's the venues. It's the people that work at these venues. That's the security. I'm talking all the other people that put this production on. There's so many people these jobs affect. And now you get all of these lawsuits that are going on and trying to make money off of the this. And I get it, you know, and I, I totally agree with maybe the, the the people who the nine people who passed away. I think the, there's nine. But anyway, that's just my rant of the week. Um, but first of all, I'm sorry that it had to happen like this because the concerts that I've been to, I've been to, like I said, I, I went to this Joan Jett concert at the island down in spring break. And man, that, that, that the pictures had to have been at least 100,000 or 200,000 people. And nobody got hurt. And it was outside in the sun in spring break. And... Joan Jett was awesome. Me and my boy, Michael Flores, we were able to get all the way to the front with our cooler screen rake. We were in the front of the fence. It was insane getting pushed up against the fence. But luckily, we're, we're fine. You know, people let up. But it's it's part of the danger, like I said. And went to Rockfest with a bunch of my other friends, the Rojas brothers. And we went to Rockfest. And that was the 90s. And that had to then estimates are from 250 to 500,000 people at the Texas Motor Raceway Speedway out there in Dallas or Irving or somewhere out there. And and so this concert was huge, you know, no doubt. Bush, Collective Soul, Paula Cole, Jewel, Smash Mouth, uh, Sugar Ray, tons of bands, 10,000 Maniacs, I think. And so there was just, it was one of these festivals that it was the blockbuster music fest rest in peace blockbuster except for the last one in alaska or wherever you're you're still kicking at uh but blockbuster was the huge thing then and then that concert was amazing but anyway that show there were so many people and i saw people that hey you know what if they were dehydrated people were pulling them under the shade under the grandstands to put them there so that way they can rest from the heat because it was hot. And with that many people, 
so I've been in these huge concerts. Just, you know, you can take care of yourself. I went to this with my friend David Martinez and, and Mario and Tina, and we, we drove from Corpus Christi to Houston, Texas to go see ministry, ministry and concert in, in Houston. And that was a crazy show. I mean, I've never been to a show that the whole floor was an insane mosh pit. It was so fun, <laughs> hot. And I'll tell you my fall down stories because that was one of them where I kind of fell down in the pit. The whole crowd, I mean, there's nowhere to go. Well, they picked me up. You know, they picked me up. And sure, you know, sure enough, you know, that's what people do. They help you when you fall, but then you do the same for others. And, you know, and then my last kind of semi funny, you know, mosh pit story was when I went to Godsmack and stand. And yeah, there were some mosh pits for, for Godsmack. And, and I was just standing there watching the show, man. And somebody came from behind and knocked the shit out of me, pushed me forward. And I freaking slid and I slid and fucking, oh, excuse me. I slid in the beer, man, like tons of beer. And I was with my friend Pete Gutierrez at the time. And I slid in beer. It was disgusting. All right. So I was, I was a little pissed off. Like, okay, I'm not just mad because somebody just, pushed me from behind and I slid in, you know, beer and I was all wet and dirty and stuff. And it was the fact that I thought, who the hell is freaking spilling all this beer? <laughs> what a party foul. What a, what, who's throwing their damn beer on the floor? Those damn beers cost about 10 bucks a pop and you're throwing it on the floor. What a waste of money. And I was what kind of upset me a little. So that was the, you know, get pushed in the back beer story for you know godsmack um there was a little break in there so i think this things are starting to set me up for eventual commercial breaks so we'll get some commercials soon and um we'll get some guest stars on soon so well that's the thanksgiving episode thank you for listening once again check out ghostbusters afterlife it's a fun movie fun holiday movie enjoy it um you know be careful out there when you're out and concerts uh, just be careful and you know just take care of yourself take care of others and once again happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving it's we have a lot to be thankful for let's get through the rest of this year hopefully even next year will be better um, but enjoy your family enjoy some football enjoy the good food enjoy the good desserts and go out there enjoy some movies go out there and enjoy your local artists and if you uh, have a local artist that is good in your area and you want me to give them a shout out or a mention, uh, certainly you can email me at carloxlopez at rockinmovies.com. That's also the website uh, as well. Uh, you can see some pictures I'm going to post of, of uh, Ghostbusters. But um, other than that, you guys have a great, great week. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks again. Bye-bye.